Welcome to A Long and Long Time Ago with me, Adam, and I'm joined as always by Martin. How's it going? Good, good. (laughs) Good, good. Uh, Today we're carrying on our Talking Star Wars series and we've got a special guest that really requires no interruption. Introduction. (laughs) Um, Right, start again. That's good, I like that, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) If If you're a fan of Star Wars and part of the collecting community, you'll know him. And you'll know his channel, Blacktail Ewoks. He's here with us today. How's it going? Hi, everyone. Uh, Lovely to meet you, finally. Thanks for having me on. No problem, no problem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll get to your... Well, you're a fountain of knowledge for collecting, so we'll get to all of yeah. that in a minute. But firstly, we want to sort of... Today's Wednesday, um, and we've just had episode three of Mandalorian. So should we just sort of find out what you thought of that first? Yeah, I mean, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it went off. I mean, yeah, you start with the TIE fighters chasing the Mando and Bo-Katan, and then it switches to another story, which takes more more or less the whole of the episode, yeah. which is with that Doctor and yeah. his... Uh, he's now part of the rebel- Rebels working for the Alliance yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So it's got, I found it quite interesting. I got quite involved in that story and, you know... Yeah. It was, of... it was quite a different one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Did it? Did it remind Martin? Did you, did did you enjoy it? Firstly, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I thought it was fantastic. I mean, as soon as I saw the word Coruscant in the um, <laughs> description, which is my favorite planet in Star Wars, I was like, "Yep, this is going to be great." So yeah, yeah. I was I was in straight away. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, did it sort of have? Did it remind you of, of like it having a bit of an Andor feel to it? Uh yeah, I mean, because I watch, I'm watching, rewatching the uh, Andor as well at the moment, mm. so I'm on the fourth episode of that again, and uh, yeah, I mean, the slower pacing, the more sort of um, something's just come on my computer there. Let me just get rid of that. Uh, just the sort of slower pacing, the more character the sort development. Of, yeah, character development was mm. more quite interesting because we know the Doctor from season one when he was working on grogu so yeah yeah that was quite in- I, th- I thought it was quite interesting so yeah yeah, yeah it was good it was good what what about you martin yeah Andor? yeah so i got I espionage feel yeah slightly and i thought you know they with the mandalorian this episode is usually quite short so you don't get much character development but they they really gave you a good 30 minutes on the doctor and um the ex or probably current imperial lieutenant mm that was in yeah. it so i thought i thought that was great and um you know it was it was really interesting to see that um bo-katan has now been accepted into the into the well would it be the, the creed yeah um yeah. you know that was that was quite interesting so i'd be interested to see where that goes i, I kind of get the feeling that bo-katan's playing a game there um mm, yeah, somehow possibly i thought it was quite uh, quite surprising like you said it was the the majority of the episode was dr pershing and uh yeah. Kane, I think her name was Aliyah Kane. I think you're better um, at names than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I was quite surprised to not see quite as much of Mando, but yeah, still a good episode. It was. Really yeah, good. it worked. It worked. Yeah, it did. And and it, and you get involved in the Doctor Pershing's story. And... Mm. Yeah, I couldn't decide whether we were supposed to like the two of them or or not, or and figure out who they're working for as well. Mm. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking maybe they're going to, because they went on to the Star Destroyer, got all the gear, and then got caught at the end that 
maybe they were going to be allowed by the rebel forces to do maybe like a, by a secret organization within the rebellion that they could de- carry on with their mm. scientific research. Mm, good yeah. call, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I wasn't too sure. But anyway, let's get to um, what we've got you on for. Uh, it's your expertise in collecting, really. Um, <laughs> how long have you been doing it? Uh, it's coming close to 30 years, so quite a long time, really. So yeah. then 30 years ago, I was 23. Um, so I, I mean, I've s- said this story so many times where I was in Forbidden Planet in London and I saw a 12-back Princess Leah and that just took me back to the late 70s. And obviously I wanted one like that. And so I... S- then went to Portobello Road and there was a Trilogo ATST driver and uh, Tebow for about £3 each. <laughs> carded in mint condition. <laughs> and I didn't have no money on me, but my mate did. So I said, can I lend me the money? I want to buy these. And um, bought them, took them home. And, you know, uh, by 94, I had every figure on card accepting Yak Face. <gasps> and so... Finally got Yak Face in 2011. 2009, I got a um, laptop and went went on eBay, went a bit mad then (laughs) and uh, started to buy card, you know, variants of cards and this and that. And then I got to the point where I was thinking, or often seeing uh, loose graded figures as well. And I say around 2010, 2011, they were about, you could get a AFA 85 you graded figure if you wanted for about 20 quid so <laughs> i thought you know that's hmm, ridiculous should I, should I start collecting these because yeah. out of i'm quite fortunate that i've still got my figures from childhood but i've only got about say 60 or maybe 55 out of those and so i became aware that there are certain variants as well um so I thought, why not start collecting those as well? That's certainly more affordable than the carded figures. So I started buying loose graded figures and that's more these days. That's the main thing I buy is loose vintage variants. So I've got quite a few to show you and talk about. So if you... Well, yeah, we want to see them for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, you don't apart from what you put out on your YouTube channel, have you got like a, a video or anything showing the entire collection? Uh, unfortunately not. I live in a <laughs> tiny flat in London, so I just haven't got the space, no. uh, which is how, the big problem. How big is the collection then? Um, It's quite you, you huge. You've got most of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of the modern stuff as well. I mean, you know, back in 95, when the modern stuff started coming out, again, the Power of the Force 2, a lot of the micro machines before that, the Just Toys, Bendems, trading cards, comics. I got the complete run of Marvel, Star Wars, wow. the vintage ones, uh, yeah. quite a few of the British uh, Star Wars weeklies. Yeah, I've got those. Um, yeah. The trading card sets, the tops ones from the 70s. So books galore. Um, wow. You know, it's always been a passion of mine. I mean, I've had to stop collecting the comics for quite a long time ago because uh, it was just getting too much and I just didn't have the space. So th- my main passion is carded action figures. So, I mean, I love the vintage collection, like uh, as obviously you do, uh, the original vintage Kenner figures as well. But because the prices are so high for those now, I, mm. I, I hardly get 
carded vintage Star Wars these days. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly get going for the loose graded figure variants. And, you know, sometimes you'll have a set of figures like a Luke Farm Boy you can get five or six, seven, eight, nine, ten variants of Luke Farm Boy loose wow. graded, you know. Because yeah. when we started, well, when Martin started his loose graded collection, mm. I think we discussed it on the first episode, but we only thought that they were like country of origins and that was it. Yeah. But obviously Martin's now learning through you and a few other people that that's not quite the case. No, I mean, it's been a long 10, probably since 2010, 2011, that I've started to collect loose graded. And then you you sort of, then I was probably buying mainly the Hong Kong and no coups which is no country of origin. Yeah. And then you start to learn about the Mexican Lily Lede figures, which are probably probably some of the most prized uh, loose graded figures. And then the, more recently, the Spanish figures have become increasingly popular. Yeah. They're, they're the Pox and the uh, PVP figures. So yeah. been, been buying those when I can, trying to get them at affordable prices. Then there's uh, modern bootlegs you can buy. Um, I don't just collect Star Wars. There's other lines I can have a passion for, which is like the, the Mego Star Trek. I'm trying to complete the 1979 uh, Mego Star Trek Aliens, the 3.75 figures. I've got four out of the six, but the, right. they are incredibly hard to assemble. Right. Um, I've been recently more collecting also the Motu figures, loose graded as well. So wow. e- even though I didn't have the Motu figures as a child, I, I, there's something visually appealing about them. Mm. So I, 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 I'll, I'll dabble with those now and again. I mean, usually it's like when I go on eBay and I'm bored, I'll, <laughs> you know, and think, uh, what shall I buy? And and you've got this thing inside you saying you must spend money. You must spend yeah. money, even though really you shouldn't. And, no. you know, sometimes you're on ebay for a couple of hours you see something and think oh should i buy this and all that sort of stuff well Talk- I'm, I'm glad to, i'm glad that it's not just me and adam then <laughs> no no it's definitely it's definitely a um, sort of thing that drives you inside that says uh you you really need this action figure it's really rare <laughs> eBay is a dangerous place, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, and obviously there's other, there's Facebook as well. Mm. But I, I find with Facebook that you need to be on Facebook all the time to, to snag the bargains. Otherwise, when I go on, everything's gone. It's all been claimed. So, yeah. You know. yeah we've, we've said that a few times. There have been, you know, deals have come up uh, for, for what I'm looking for. And I've just not been there to get yeah. them at the right time. And they've been really good prices as well. Yeah. That's quite frustrating. I mean, I mean, you're starting a vintage collection run. It looks like a few. Yes. You're doing the bounty hunters, aren't you? Yeah, you that's right. On yeah. those, so you've got Shay Vizla there. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I am looking for bounty hunters, but um, droids keep popping up, and I quite like yeah. the Astromex. So they're sort of making a making appearances as well. But before I, I, before he knows it, he'll ha- he'll have hundreds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I expect so. Yeah, I mean, so, g- going back to um, uh, the loose graded. Obviously, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've collected just like you for probably just about thirty years, and uh, yeah, I've got some of the carded vintage Kenner and Palatoy figures. Not many, um, yeah. you know, not many at all, really. But it was, it was really. I've got to blame um, 
John the action figure grader really because yeah. I watched his videos and I, I thought they look they look quite nice in in the in the uh, perspex boxes you know or credit yeah, boxes yeah. Um, and then I got three and then all of a sudden I was like oh, okay I've got to try and get them all now and it's 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 become an obsession for me and and I know yeah. you know I just want to say thank you on air to you because you've been an absolute fountain of knowledge and you really helped me with a lot of uh, you know things to do with collecting loose yeah. graded so you know i know you've got some there um to show to show yeah. us um i don't know if you want to you know show us a few and give us a bit of info that'd be great okay so i'll, I'll put them out randomly and just yeah. talk about the different mm. things you can collect because there's yeah. not just uh, loose graded figures you can get baggies you can get uh mailers I've, i don't think i've got a mailer here but was, this is quite a recent one this is the general medane yep um I don't know if you can see that's the Medane baggy made in Taiwan figure. So it's graded 85 by UKG. Uh, this is one of the first variants I ever picked up because Medane's got quite a famous variant in my, in my mind, which is the green haired variant, which is the Taiwan COO. Right. So that's one I always wanted. And I bought that way back in maybe 2011, 12 and Recently, this one came up. It was loose graded, graded baggy, and so I thought I'd snap that. Yeah, got it, got it for a great price. So yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm looking at one. Sorry, Adam, I'm looking at a general made in at the moment. Um, yeah. A silver haired is that yeah. what a variant? Yeah, silver haired made I, I mean, the grey is that the Hong Kong Sierra? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a Taiwan one. I've got the actual sample figure of this as well. I've got the carded sample of this. Wow, which is an amazing purchase you, you you never think you'd ever get a per, uh, a sample in the uk but i did so yeah. i mean i mean generally he generally general medane is regarded as quite a boring figure with, and coming with a uh, sort of pointer as his accessory but still you know it's got some interesting variants so that's what i got quite recently um I'm just going to ask you about um, baggies because I don't yeah. actually know a whole lot about the original stuff. So what what were the baggies? They were the for the figures that came in mailaways. Is that lighting better? I don't know. Is that too much? It's all right in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. So they were for you know you got, had lots of figures that were mailaways. Like um, let me just adjust the light a bit. Like um, Bosk was a one of, if not the first mail away figure, and then uh, obviously the famous ones are Nia Num, uh, Admiral Akbar, the Emperor, C three PO is a very common mailer mm. as well. I do. I, 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 version. I remember getting um, the Gamorian, no, not Gamorian God, sorry, the uh, Rancor Keeper as a mail away. That was one, yeah, that, wasn't it? That, that's a later one then. Wow, mm. that's pretty cool one i think i've got a rancor keeper i'll show you in a minute which mm. is uh the mexican version but that's you know so they come in mail ma ma mailer bags clear yeah. plastic bags some are tape sealed and some are heat sealed right. and um i tend to buy them pre-graded i've got the c3po i just bought that um ungraded so eventually i'm gonna get that sent into for grading but, very cool you know so yeah i mean it's quite a niche area to collect i mean i don't know if you've heard of uh five idiots talking uh talk 
talking, talking toys. toys yeah 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 chris w he's a big um and he's a good friend of action figure grader he's a big uh baggy collector so he's got loads and loads of baggies and I think okay. is he the chap that um, always insists on wearing the white gloves when he handles the figures? Uh possibly, possibly. Yeah, yes. yeah, I have seen his videos. Yeah. Then, if that's a... so, this next one is the Rebel Commander, but this is the Mexican version. So this one's UKG graded again. It's not a high grade; it's seventy-five. And that would be a PBP. No, Lily no. Lady. No, sorry, Lily Lady. Right? Okay, yeah. So this one. The Mexican version comes with Chewbacca's bowcaster. Yep. Wow. So that, that makes it quite a bit of an oddity. And yeah. uh, the paint apps on the figure are slightly different. Not majorly different, but slightly different. So so, so with a different weapon, that makes it another variant then, just because it's got a different variant, uh, yeah. different weapon. But wow. that, was, that would have been standard in Mexico mm. with the rebel commander yeah rebel commander wow so the mexican variants are quite nice to get acquire because they often look quite different the, the paint apps are different or maybe you get weapon differences like the loot best bin comes with the best bin blaster yeah rather than the uh the so-called dl44 blaster yeah and then um you just a minute ago you said something or Martin said PBP, did you? Yeah, that's the Spanish manufacturer. So right. Sp Let me see this. I think this is a Spanish figure. Yeah, good. So the Spanish figures are can be divided into POC figures and PBP figures. So this is, uh, I mean, what's helpful with the Spanish uh, stuff is that there's been three really good books published by Javier Ruel Lopez. Lopez, and um, so. This is quite a famous one. This is the Rebel Luke X-Wing. And the, I don't know if you can really see it, but the plastic used is quite different. The, the orange color is really mm. different. Mm. So this is a PVP Luke X-Wing. There's a POC version as well, which is the earlier version. With the POC figures, they were made in Hong Kong. The parts were made in Hong Kong, but they were painted in Spain. Ah, right. Okay. And then the PBP figures were made in Spain and, and painted in Spain. Oh, wow. Okay. There you often, you often find PBP, PBP figures on Trilogo cards. Right. There really and, is a whole and some, and some Palatoy cards, yeah. Hmm. So you can find these Spanish figures on British cards as well. Yeah. So, But, I mean, he really looks... If you had him in hand, you could see how different he looks... Compared yeah. to the Kenner Luke X-Wing. Yeah. I mean, perhaps if you wouldn't mind, you could take a few pictures on your phone and, and send them over to us. And then when you're when we edit the video, we'll put them up on the screen so people can to see what you're talking about. Okay, yep. Yeah. Good idea. I will do that. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Okay, this one is an 8D8. I think this is the Mexican 8D8. Let me just check here. Another Lily Lede. I mean, yeah, so... The UKG is considered quite good at labeling their figures. So this is an 88, yeah. but this is the Mexican version, mm -hmm. which is uh, described 1983, no country of origin, Lily Lede, graded 80. Got this for quite a good price as well. And it doesn't help that he's in the Book of Boba Fett now. <laughs> so that's your Mexican Lily... Uh, I mean, if you've got a regular figure and you closely examine 
that sort of the regular 88 and this one they're really hard to tell apart but you you'd have to really hold them both in front of you and stare at them for about an hour and then you'd be able to notice the different subtle differences yeah. but there are some figures that are really quite different like uh, some famous mexican variants for figures i'm trying to think let me see i've got another one all right this one's quite a good one this is the han bespin this one is i think a mexican figure and it's quite different we're gonna we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna have to put all these back in their bags obviously. yeah <laughs> sorry about that's that. quite tedious <laughs> but this one's got really dark brown pants much darker than the um let me see if I can much see the lights oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's much darker than the um uh regular figure the hong kong or yeah. noku and the the hair is different as well his hair is really black oh, yeah and yeah. it goes over the ears whereas on the regular figure it, it goes like you can see the ear on mm. this figure you can't Oh, interesting so that's a nice variant to get there's another very very variant um mexican figure which is incredibly expensive same han bespin figure but the back buckle is painted white and that's <laughs> highly highly sought figure wow. it's mad that they can do that and that one particular figure yeah. goes for so much more yeah. it's just a tiny little spot of white on there but for people that collect mexican figures or um you know that it just people just go quite crazy for these yeah. figures yeah Okay, here's a little R5D4. Oh, yeah. Need oh. to get this one. Yeah, same. <laughs> is that the red bar? No, no. Oh. This is, I, I don't have that one. I think no. Action Figure Grave has got that, but I unfortunately do not. Um, very expensive over here in the UK. But yeah. this is still a good variant. This is the Noku. And this is the 1977 stamp. So R5D4 can be found with two stamps. It can be found with the 1977 or the 1978. The 1977 is the R2 body. Right. And it's no country of origin. So it's most likely made in Hong Kong and the COO has been removed. Wow. So it's quite a light, nice little variant. It's got a smaller yeah. head as well. I do love that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I, I haven't really got a order that I want to get the ones I want in, yeah. um, but, that's high up on the list yeah um, and they're actually quite hard to get hold of for a yeah. good price that's that's what i was going to say yeah quite often when we do our um uh, episodes about making the grade yeah um i often say oh i think i got that for a good price or yeah. oh i think i might have overpaid and I, I don't really have a resource to know if i have or haven't overpaid do you know something that you can look at or some sort of guide that tells um, you what the current pricings are uh they used to be back in the day with the old Lee's action figure news, mm. but really what you got to do, I mean, I'd talk to action figure grader and I usually tell him what I, I think if you are sort of someone that collects over time, you sort of get a good knowledge of sure. what, what stuff it's worth. And yeah. you, you know, when you're getting a good deal, mm. like this is only a 75 grade, 75 mm. plus. Yeah. So, but it's still a nice variant. It's the no coup. So slightly rarer, harder to find than the uh, Hong Kong version. But I mean, I've got the Hong Kong, which is a U85, 
UKG graded and nice. I bought that years and years ago but I got that for a, mm. a steal of a deal as action figure grader would say and, and you they, you can no longer get um uh uncirculated graded no, figures no. can you so those U grades tend to command more um a bit of a premium these days because like you say uh UKG and uh AFA don't do you grading anymore uh, obviously cas doesn't do that as well so there's three main uh grading companies there's action figure authority there's um ukg which is the british one and then there's the second second american one which is cas i don't i have, have hardly any cas stuff but you know of the three afa is considered the sort of creme de la creme for grading mm. whereas mm. you know ukg is still seen as quite good but sometimes some of their grades are a bit questionable yeah and so that's something afg will uh point out to sometimes let's see what we've got in here this might not be an action figure it might be a coin yeah so you can buy the coins also graded these would be for, power of the force yep yeah. So this one's the coin for the, I don't know if it will pick up really well. Let's see. Imperial Gunner coin. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. See that. Yep. It's graded 85. I think I paid 21 quid for that. Wow. For quite a few years yeah, ago. I was going to now, say. Now you'd pay a lot more for that. I was going to say, yeah, I think so. So how is much, that... how much is um, sort of graded, uh, risen in value throughout the years uh i think Quite the main marvel. thing was because i was buying before 2015 and i think that was the year when things started to jump up quite rapidly mm. um before that i mean if you look at around say 2013 and prior to that the vinyl cape jawa was about say in the 80 grade loose was 250 mm. <sighs> then it started to slowly rise. The thing was, it was so common on eBay. I always thought they'd be available. Yeah. And then I sort of dithered and it sort of started to go up to 350, 400. And I was thinking, what? In my, in my mind, I had it valued at 250. And, and uh, I wasn't willing to go above that. And so, because it was always at 250 for such a long time. And then mm. it just jumped and jumped and jumped. And now it's 2000, yeah. if not more. So yeah. I really dropped the ball on the VC Jawa. So, so you, you, you never, you, you've never picked that one up then? That's one I've missed. I've got the yeah. double telescoping loop though. <gasps> oh, now that's a nice, that's a nice one. Uh, I haven't got it here, but I've got some Luke Farboys, but I do have a, mine's only a 75. So we well, say only, but I mean, yeah. it's still a lovely, you know, a yeah, lovely a nice thing round. to have. Yeah, and I've got the one you want the most, the blue saber loop. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I've been searching and searching. I've seen a couple on eBay yeah. for around about three hundred pounds. And the thing is, a couple of times I thought I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to yeah. use some my savings and buy it. But then I thought to myself, I don't know if am, am I ridiculously overpaying by paying three hundred pounds for that figure, or or am I you know or should I snap it up now because it could end up going up like the even higher. Cape Jawa, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really tough isn't it I, I i mean even the green saber loops going up for a lot of money these days so you know yeah and uh, you've got the snap cape you've got the taiwan 
Luke, which is the molded face, which is highly sought. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's it's either do you pull the trigger now, mm-hmm. like you say, or yeah. do you, do you let it see if it goes even higher and then yeah. you th- have your regrets? So. It's difficult. When when I was at Echo Base, yeah. what was it about a month ago? There was some graded uh, Luke Skywalkers with yeah. the green saber. Yeah. And I think they're about 140, 160 yeah. pounds for 85 grades. Yeah. Um, but then, and I thought to myself, that seems quite expensive. But then, of course, I get home two weeks later, I'm looking on eBay and they're going in auctions for around about 250. So, of course, should have snapped it up at the time when I saw yeah. it. But there you go. You live and learn. You didn't want the green one. You wanted I, the blue one. I, yeah, I, I do really want the blue one. I think if I got the green one, I'd always regret getting the green one because the way I'm I'm thinking of it is I'm just going to get the 96 if I can. I mean, it's quite yeah. a difficult task, but I'll try and get the 96. And then after I've done that, then I'll start looking at different variants yeah. figures because I don't want to fall into the trap just yet of getting the, you know, eight or nine IG 88s <laughs> when I've already got one and I could, I could yeah. just get another eight or nine of the figures that I don't have. So, so yeah. Here's a figure that's quite popular, Luke Bespin. So oh, he, he's yeah. um, got quite a lot of variants. So he's a good figure that if you wanted to collect as a, a figure focus, because you've got yellow hair, brown hair, orange hair. You've got um, Spanish figure, Mexican figure. So you've got a whole lot of different COOs to collect as well. Raised bar, all that sort of stuff. This is the... 1980 Kenner Star Wars loose action figure Luke Scott Bespin in Hong Kong, but it's the orange haired variant. I don't nice. know if you can really see, yeah, yeah, it's lovely, but it's uh 85 grade. I've I paid quite a lot for this because I bought this on eBay quite far way back, and then a few years later, there was one a UKG graded one, I think it was an 80 or an 85 as well, and I got that for. A really good bargain price so i yes. think i've got two luke, luke orange hairs or is it it might be the blue saber actually but i've definitely you know it's mm. a nice one to have so, so did he only come with the yellow saber yeah yeah luke bespin only came yeah. with the yellow yeah. saber and i mean i mean these days there, there's a few figures that are you know, you know just hong kong figures that are just like uh I don't know if you watch action figure graders updates like the cloud car pilot and all that sort of stuff. I, I watch I pretty much. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a patron of his, so oh, I, I I watch his videos daily. <laughs> and 20, 20, 24 hours early as well. Yeah, 24 hours early, absolutely. So I was getting on those graded figures that he says I would buy those now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's some Luke Farm Boys. So this is a, another great figure to uh, focus on. There's two there and another one here. Wow. So. These two are, this is the, oh, wait a minute. Is this the telescoping saber? This is the telescoping <gasps> saber. Oh, wow. My, oh, this is the first time I'm going to see one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is the telescoping saber. Okay, that was part one of our Talking Star Wars series with uh, Black Tower Ewoks. Um, we have plenty to say in this, so we split it into two. Come back next week for part two.